Okay. Alright. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Oh, it's nice and... Hello. Okay. <laughs> uh, happy Sunday, everyone. Um, how are y'all How are y'all doing? How are y'all's weeks? Good? Good? Good-ish? Good-ish? Great-ish? Eh? Okay, that's good. That's good. How about y'all on this side? How are y'all's weeks? Was, was I? Right? <laughs> Week was I. <right>. Well, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we pray that y'all will have a better week this week. Um, but I'm glad you guys were able to get through that week. Um, I don't know about y'all, but uh, I was I was who here had like who here was like tired at the end of the week. Any y'all? Okay, mostly all right. Sleeping too much. Okay, yeah, no, I feel that. But yeah, I was really tired um, at the end of this past this past week. I'm not I'm not completely sure why I had some some busy things going on. Um, but as I was uh, as I was what's it called, preparing this message closer to the end of the week. I was like really tired uh, trying to put things together. Um, and today's message, we're gonna talk a little bit about Abraham. Um, and <laughs> as I was, as I was, uh, you know, as I was kind of like dozing off, thinking about Abraham, the song that came to mind was like the Father Abraham song. Y'all know that song? Yeah, how, how's it go, how's it go, how's it go, how's it go? Yeah, it many sons. Sons have fought Father Abraham. Hey, I am one of them, yes. Okay, okay, okay. It's the left, left hand right there. Hey, have many sons. <laughs> oh man, no, that was that was me last night. And I hopped on YouTube real quick just because I was like, I don't, I don't actually remember how the song went. Um, and so, and so I hopped on YouTube real quick uh, to, to figure out how the song was going. Uh, what's going on here? Uh, oh, there we go. That's sounds really loud. What is going on here? Hold up. Uh, um, uh, come on. There we go. Yeah, so I, uh, I like looked up the song. I looked up a song because I, I didn't know the lyrics or whatever. Um, so this is that right here. Let's see, it's clear this. Uh, <laughs> somebody already looked it up. That's so funny. Dude, and I, I, saw, I saw this one over here. I saw this one. This one woke me up. This, this one woke me up. So I'm going to share it with y'all before we jump in, because this one woke me up. I was like, this is a lot. It's a lot. Hope y'all ready for this one. Okay, here we go. Yeah, man, we're getting in here. Yeah. Just, I need y'all to be awake. Awake, alert, alive, enthusiastic. I just need, you're awake? You awake? Are you sure you're awake? All right, I'm gonna need you to stand up to make sure you're awake. Sim simple, simple, simple tin, si simple. One and done. One and done. One and done. All right, easy, easy. All right, so we're just gonna watch. We're just gonna watch. All right, easy, easy. You don't have to dance along. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, how do you like that? Okay. 
All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh, here we go. Oh, H, I didn't see. Oh. Okay, yeah, we've had enough of this. Y'all awake, y'all awake, right? All right, good, 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 good. That was just, that's, that's. Oh, I thought that show was still going. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad you all are sufficiently awake. Um, I needed that last night to, to finish putting this together. So uh, I'm glad I got to share it um, with y'all. Okay, so to, to start off, um, we're gonna do a little, a little activity. It's not as intense or annoying as whatever that was. Um, but essentially, do you guys know those games where like you get to make your own character? Like you get to like, I don't know if it's like 2K, it's like make your own, what's up, what's that? Yeah, like Sims, yeah, yeah, or like 2K, like you have to make your own character. Roblox, oh yeah, Roblox goes pretty hard, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, what's that? Nothing? Yeah, no, yes it does, what you, you didn't play Roblox before? Oh, you didn't play well then, you didn't play well. Play better, alright? Level up, man. Level up, alright. Um, so this is what we're gonna do in your, in your two little halves here. Um, I want you guys to kind of discuss among, you're gonna create the perfect like student. This is like a student that like the teachers are like, we love this kid, like he's amazing, he's great. So I want you guys to kind of talk in your, in your two sections here about like what that student would be, what would they look like, like what would they do? I'm gonna give y'all a minute. So y'all discuss among yourselves what this like perfect student, y'all make them, make, make that perfect student. I am definitely gonna knock this water over by the time everything is over. Um, okay, yeah. So let's see. Let's see. I need a, I need a representative from the side to, to give me give me the the work the works. All right. What's what's good with this perfect student? So we said that they are respectful. Okay. They have good manners. Put some respect on it. Um. What else did we say? Um. Good grades. Good grades. Yup. Uh, participate. Participation. Um. They're respectful to other students. Okay, yeah. Cooperative. Dang, I right, shoot, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, I didn't see Easy going, calm. Oh, dang, right, yeah, no, these are good descriptions y'all got here. How about y'all, what y'all get for this perfect student? Perfect model student. I just need like one or two descriptions. Any, somebody, anybody, y'all were, were talking, right? Y'all got something for it? Yeah, you got it, yeah. Me. You the perfect student? <laughs> that's what's up, hey, me, me. <laughs> Um, no, that's that's awesome. So, uh, yeah, I think y'all gave really, <laughs> really good descriptions um, of, of of perfect perfect students. I think um, something that's kind of common is you guys were describing all these characteristics that they would do uh, to get like pretty good approval from their teachers, right? So like you weren't talking about that, you know, student who's just like um, like they're just not put together and they're they're just kind of a mess. But you guys were talking about things that um, as the teacher would look at these students. Um, they look at like what they can do, right? So like they're 
um, ability to get good grades or whatever, um, and also like their their character, right? You guys said some pretty good things about their character, um, and and these are things uh, that they would say to get approval, or you can say that like what they say and what they do. Um, as students is like credited to them as approval, right? They kind of get this credit of approval because they're doing things. It's almost like a transaction. Like you do well, um, I will give you approval. Um, kind of like if your parents gave you like five bucks for like lunch money, right? That, that five bucks is gonna be credited to you as payment for lunch money. Um, and that's kind of how the things work in this world, right? It's like, if you want to earn approval, if you want to get something, uh, you usually need to do something or you need to earn it, <laughs> right? Um, and that's kind of the way the world works, right? Like it's like, if you want, if you study well, then uh, you get a good grade, or that good grade is like credited to you, um, as as yeah, as as like merit for like studying. Um, if your team practices well, like you get a dub, right? Like you don't go out there and lose whatever, like fifty to nothing. <laughs> uh, Garfield sucks. Um, and was <laughs> uh, that was it? A, um, but yeah, right, you take a nice picture, you get lots of likes, right? It's like you do something and then you get the response from that, right? It gets credited to you. That's kind of how credit works. If um, That's another way to talk about credit. It gets credited to you um, in the form of like approval from people. You do chores, right? Like what, what happens when you do chores, hopefully? Nothing. Oh, nothing, absolutely nothing. That's crazy. Um, ideally, if you did chores, you would get, you know, praise and approval from your parents. Um, but that's not always the case. Um, but that's kind of like the framework that we work in, right? Like, it's kind of like, whether you think it consciously or you don't, it's like, I do things and in response, I get like feedback um, from it. Um, and because that's the way everything works, um, it's, it becomes really hard when we enter um, into the things of God, because God doesn't actually like work that way. And it's a little confusing because everything around us works that way, where it's like, if I need approval, I need to earn it. Like, if I need to... If I want to get into that school, I need to earn it. Um, but when we, we go before the Lord, that's not necessarily how things work. And so, um, and that's a really critical, like it's, it's really subtle, but it's like really critical for understanding our faith. Um, and so today um, we're going to talk about how that approval from God actually works. Like how we, like what we do to get credited, <laughs> quote unquote, approval from God. Um, and so, um, yeah, so let's, I'm going to pray, and then we're going to kind of jump right in to the text. Um, Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for the opportunity to be here. Um, we thank you that uh, we can come before your feet, um, before your throne of mercy, um, that even if our weeks were hard and difficult, um, we can find peace um, at your feet. Um, so I pray, Lord, that you would speak through me today, um, that you would be the one directing the words uh, and ministering to the hearts of people. In your son's name I pray. Amen. Amen. So uh, last year, um, a few over the months, we had different like themes or whatever, right? So um, yeah, we had different themes throughout last the few months. And so the, the theme we're starting out February with um, is the theme of righteousness. Uh, can somebody say righteousness? There we go. Um, and so we're gonna we're gonna hop in here and we're gonna kind of look at the righteousness of God, the righteousness of people. Um, and over the next few weeks, we're gonna talk about righteousness a little bit. Um, so today's text, um, if you guys can flip your B-I-B-L-E's, because that's the book for me. Y'all remember that song? No? No? Dang. Oh, dang, that's crazy. Do I need to, do I need to, no, no, I don't need to, no? I bet. All right. Um, <laughs> so we're going to be in Romans. We're going to be in the book of Romans. Um, 
righteousness. Um, that's the theme uh, for the for the month. So if you guys can flip your Bibles to Romans uh, chapter four, um, I'm gonna need two readers um, to to help us read our passage for today. So Romans chapter four. Uh, yeah, the book of Romans chapter four. There we go. Um, yeah, you can you can start clapping if you're there. Yeah, y'all can start clapping. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I need some more claps from the from the back over there. Uh, but it's in the New Testament, um, and I need two people to volunteer to read. I there's one. I need another one. Another another volunteer. Two another one. Uh-oh. All right. So before we read, uh, let's, lay the, let's lay the context, because every time we're about to hop into scripture, there's always something happening that we need to know what's happening before we hop in, else we're not going to know what's happening. What's happening. Um, so what's happening here is that Paul, so the book of Romans is a book written by Paul, the apostle, um, and he is writing to the Jews who are in Rome, right? So these are Jews, people of God, um, and he's writing to them. And so when he uses, like, you and, like, he's referring to specific people, he's referring to those Jews who live in, like, Rome. Uh, but it's also, like, um, you know, it, it pertains to us in some ways, but he's writing directly to specific people here. Um, and so we're about to read chapter 4. Um, and in the chapter before this, in chapter 3, um, it, ends with, um, it ends with Paul talking about how uh, the Jews are saved by faith um, alone. And that's apart from their works. Um, and so in this next chapter, chapter four, Romans chapter four that we're about to read here, he's about to talk, he's about to use a really specific example. So Paul's almost like a lawyer here. He's like, he's making a really specific case and now he's about to present some evidence to convince these Jews who live in Rome that the, uh, the case he's about to make is concrete. And so the way he's gonna do that is he wanna refer to the Old Testament. Uh, somebody say the Old Testament. There we go. Keep, keep, keep you all awake on your toes. The OT. Um, He's gonna refer to the Old Testament here, and he's gonna refer to their man's Abraham, Father Abraham, the guy who had many sons. Many sons have Father Abraham. I'm one of them, and so, okay. Um, and so this is, this, is, this is the context we're about to hop into. Um, and so I'm gonna have uh, the first person out here. Uh, let's, can you read Romans chapter one, verses one through 12? And Josh, you're gonna read, um, and I call Josh, the, wow, Stephen, wow, a whole, yeah, you ain't gonna read no more. <laughs> I ain't gonna read no more. Uh, but Stephen, uh, and you'll finish this out. You'll do 13 through 25, but not can you begin chapter first? Four, chapter, four. chapter 4. Romans chapter 4, verses 1 through 13. Uh, 12. 1 through 12. Abraham was, humanly speaking, the founder of our Jewish nation. What did he discover about being made right with God? If his good deeds had made him acceptable to God, he would have had something to boast about. But that was not God's way. For the scripture tells us Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. When people work, their wages are not a gift, but something they have earned. But people are counted as righteous not because of their work, but because of their faith in God who forgives sinners. David also spoke of this when he described the happiness of those who declared righteous without working for it. Oh, what joy for those whose disobedience is forgiven, whose sins are put out of sight. Yes, what joy for those whose record the Lord has cleared of sin. Now is this, the ble- is this blessing only for the Jews, or is it also for uncircumcised Gentiles? Oh, we have been saying that Abraham was counted as righteous by God because of his faith. But how did this happen? Was he counted as righteous only after he was circumcised, or was it before he was circumcised? 
Clearly, God accepted Abraham before he was circumcised. Circumcision was a sign that Abraham already had faith in that God had already accepted him and declared him to be righteous even before he was circumcised. So Abraham is the spiritual father of those who have faith but have not been circumcised. They are counted as righteous because of their faith. And Abraham is also the spiritual father of those who have been circumcised, but only if they have the same kind of faith Abraham had before he was circumcised. Verse 13. For the promise that he should be, be heir of the world was not to Abraham or to a seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if they which are of the law be heirs, faith is made void, and the promise made of none effect. Because the law worketh wrath, for where no law is, there is no transgression. Therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end of the, to the end the promise, might be sure to all the seed, not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations, before whom for him whom he believed, even God the, who quickened the death, and called those things which be not as though they were, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. When he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the, dead, the, the deadness of Sarah's womb, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was also able to form, but to perform. And therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but for us all to whom it shall be imputed. If we believe on him that raised us, Jesus, raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. Amen. That's a good word right there. Thank you uh, for those who read. I uh, really appreciate y'all. Um, but yeah, so that was a long verse. Um, oh, well, it was a whole chapter there. Um, yeah, so we're gonna kind of hop in, uh, kind of from the beginning, and take it piece by piece, uh, just because there's there's a good bit of the things to unpack in it. Um, yeah, and so there's a good bit of things to so we just jump right in. <laughs> so in verses one um, through three, um, we read that. Um, yeah, I want to start at two. So in fact, Abraham was justified by works. Uh, he had something. If if. Abraham was justified by works. Uh, he had something to boast about, but not before God. What does scripture say? Um, Abraham believed in God, and it was credited, credited to him as righteousness. Um, Stephen, I feel like your version says imputed, right, instead of um, credited. Um, and those words are really similar. We're going to define them. Um, but let's look at some key words here, right? It says, uh, in verse 2, it says, in, in fact, um, if in fact Abraham was justified, by works. Uh, does anybody here know what justified means? Mm, yeah, kind of close here. So justified means like you're, uh, you're not guilty, right? Like you've been, to be guilty means you did something wrong, to be not guilty. Uh, if a judge says you're not guilty, you've been, you've been cleared of your charges. Um, so it's like, if in fact Abraham was like cleared of his charges by his works, right, the things that he did, um, then he would have something to boast about. He'd be like, yo, man, like, dude, I just, I just paid off my debt. Like, I just, ain't nobody got no <laughs> whatever on me. You know, I'm free. 
Uh, and they were like, if Abraham did that on his own, then he can boast, um, right? But he didn't, <laughs> and so he can't. Uh, and if he was to boast, it wouldn't be before God because God wouldn't take any of that because that's not what actually happened. Um, and then next it says here, what does scripture actually say, right? Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. Um, let's first define righteous. Can somebody, can, can y'all give me, what do y'all think righteous means? What's that? Holy, okay. Righteousness, y'all, y'all just throw out, like, what, what, do you, what do you think righteousness means? It has the word right in it, so you can start there. But <laughs> what do y'all think righteousness means? Goodness, okay. Powerful, okay. In there, righteousness. Yeah, no, all of y'all are in the in the same ballpark here of what righteousness um, means. Um, it's kind of it's like it's almost like an approval to be like right before someone. Um, and so in this case, when we're talking about righteousness, we mean like right before God. Like God has given you the approval. Uh, similar to how like that student you guys described would probably get the approval of the teacher um, for, for certain reasons. And so um, since what the scripture says, uh, it says Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness, like as approval from God, like you're <laughs> God put a stamp of approval. Like this dude is good to go. Um, and that's that word there, credited. Right. We use credited when we were describing some of the things before. Uh, um, and, and a simple way to think about credited is like to pay has <laughs> been paid for. So like if, if I mentioned before, if your parents gave you $5 to go pay for your lunch money and spent it some, doing something else and now you can't eat. But like if, if they gave you $5 to go pay your lunch money, then that $5 um, was credited to you towards paying uh, your, your lunch money. Um, and so that, that, that credit goes towards paying something off. And so um, in verse three, when, we, when it says, you know, scripture says, Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. Um, it, it's saying something kind of powerful here uh, because in, in the next few verses, Paul's actually about to explain like, a little bit about how credit works, <laughs> um, right? And so in, in verses four um, and five, he says, uh, now to the one who works, wages are not credited as a gift, but as an obligation. However, to the one who does not work, but trust God, who justifies the ungodly, their faith is credited as righteousness. Um, I'm going to read that second uh, verse five again. Um, However, to the one who does not work, but trust God, who justifies the ungodly, their faith is credited to them as righteousness. Um, So in this verse, Paul is kind of, he's, he's making a distinction here. He's like, so, you know, credit can be earned or it could be received, right? Like you can, you can earn credit or it can be like given to you. Like somebody can just like give it to you at no cost. Um, so like if I was like, if, if you told me like, yo, like with Joe, like if you go and go do my chores or like go wash, wash like my dad's car or whatever, like I'll pay you 20 bucks um, if you do that. Um, then, then you owe me 20 bucks if I wash the car, right? Like that's, that's I, I did it, I earned it, right? So that would be credit that's like earned. Like I, you told me I'm going to make some money. And then I did something, so where's my money? <laughs> it's like credit earned. Um, and then he also talks about, in verse 5, credit that's given to you, right? So if, if I was like, yo, it's your birthday, here's 20 bucks, like, happy birthday. I have credited you 20 bucks, and it's for your birthday. You didn't earn it. Like, you don't, like, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't do nothing. <laughs> it's, just, it's your birthday. Uh, take the money. 
Um, and so that $20 was credited to you as a gift um, for your birthday. Um, and so when it says here that like your faith um, is credited to you as righteousness, he's kind of making a huge point here. Um, if I was to ask you guys kind of like generally, like what does it take to get into heaven? <laughs> what are, you know, like that blanket statement. Like what are some of the things that it, you know, requires to get into heaven? Y'all, y'all can mention it. Yeah. Okay, faithful. He's been reading in the back. Is that believe in God? Yeah. Yeah, man. I've been reading scripture. All right. Yeah. Repenting. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. What's going on over there? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Person in the wall. No. Um. But any, any other any other. Yeah. I think I think you guys are are getting along there. Um. But I don't know about you guys, but there's 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 been many times where I have focused so much on trying to do the right thing to like earn my salvation right i have focused so much on um just like trying to be the perfect model christian (laughs) quote unquote um to to um to basically earn my salvation right i'm like if i if i check out all the boxes like you know dot on my eyes cross on my t's like i have if i am perfect like that's that's the way i will like get acceptance from the lord um, and, and verse 5, Romans 4, 5 here is saying something really powerful. Um, it's saying that um, to be right in the eyes of God, to be righteous, right? This is what God is looking for. This isn't what like people are looking for, not your teachers, not your parents or whatever. He's saying like to be righteous before God, um, it is your faith that is credited to you as righteous, right? Like that faith you have is what the Lord is like, bet, I'm going to take that and now you're righteous, um, and that's huge because <laughs> that's not the way the world works, right? It's like in the world, you have to perform. Like you have to perform, right? Like if you, if you go on the track and you're like, yo, I'm a track star. Just I believe I'm a track star. I'm some a track star. And they're like, no, your you're 400 time was garbage and you're not a track star. Like go home, right? Like it's like you have to, you have to actually run. You have to, um, yeah, you, you have to be able to perform up to that standard um, to, be, to be considered righteous or like correct and good to go. Um, but the Lord is saying something very different here. Um, yeah, he's saying that your faith is what gets credited to you as righteousness. Um, yeah, so we're going we're gonna to circle back to this point. Um, and so as we, as we kind of go forward, uh, what Paul is going to do is he's going to like jump into like Abraham and like really like he's going to really hone in on this with some examples and make some connections to Abraham that we can learn from in terms of what it looks like to be actually have our um, uh, faith be credited to us as righteousness. So in verses 9 uh, through 12, I'm going to read that real quickity. It says, um, is this blessing only for the, un- uh, for the circumcised? Actually, before I read this, so circumcision was a, uh, a covenant God had made with um, Abraham. Um, and it was just, yes, it's, a, it's basically like uh, a way to set the Jewish kids apart. So like the baby boys after eight days, they would have this ceremonial procedure done to them um, to show that they were like Jews. And God was like, y'all do this because you're my people and I'm asking you to do it, so do it. <laughs> and so that's what circumcision is. Just think about like a ceremonial procedure that's done to these kids. Um, and so let's jump in. So it says, um, is this blessedness only for the uh, circumcised or also for the uncircumcised? Um, we have been saying that Abraham uh, was credited, Abraham's faith was credited to him as righteousness. Um, under what circumstances was it credited? Was it credited to him after 
or before. Um, it was not after, but before. Um, and so he's saying after and before, he's talking about like this, the actual covenant of circumcision. Um, and so he's saying like the faith was credited um, to Abraham before he was circumcised. So before he did like a thing, God was like, you're good to go, right? So keep that in mind here. So he received circumcision as a sign, a seal of righteousness that he had by faith while he was still uncircumcised, right? Um, so when he, uh, so then he is the father of all who believe but have not been circumcised in order that that righteousness, that righteousness might be credited to them. Um, and he is then also the father of the circumcised who uh, by only our, wait, yeah, <laughs> he's also the father of the circumcised who not only are circumcised, uh, but also follow in the footsteps of faith that our father Abraham uh, had before he was circumcised. And so uh, Paul's just kind of like really like hitting, he's trying, to, he's trying to hone in here that like Abraham was righteous before God, before God made this covenant where he had to actually do something and, and go through and go through with circumcision with himself, his kids, like everybody in his family. So before he behaved, right, before he did anything, he believed and God was like, you're righteous. And then because you're righteous, here are some things you need to do, right? Does that make sense? So that order is really important here um, because so often we, we, try to, we try to start with the behavior first. We're like, I need to go read my Bible a whole time. You, do, you should go read your Bible a good, a good time, right? But we, we, we do all of those things and we say like, I need to go to church. I need to, I need to do all of these things um, in order to go to heaven. And then God is like, before you do any of these things, I need you to believe because believing in me is like where your righteousness comes from, not these things. Um, and so the order is really important here. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah. And so, yeah, does that, does that kind of make sense here? Uh, I'm, we're going to break it down just a little bit more, but I'm just really trying to get to the point that like for you all to be like all of you individually <laughs> to be right before God, the core thing here is your faith. If Abraham, Father Abraham, who had many sons, many sons had Father Abraham, I am one of them, and so are you, so let us praise the Lord. Um, <laughs> if, if Abraham, that person that we look to, that huge tower of faith uh, that keeps being referenced over and over again um, for his obedience, for, for this dude literally sacrificing his almost, uh, almost sacrificing his only son, like he is a tower of faith. Um, uh, and, and God being like, yes, he did all those things, uh, and that's awesome, and I wanted that for him. But before he did all those things, he was right before me. And he was right because he believed. And, like, we were tight because he believed. Um, and so I'm really trying to hone in here, guys, that, like, your belief is so critical, um, and your faith is what the Lord wants. <laughs> and once, once you have that, then the other things kind of follow, right? So you might be like, okay, so you're telling me that, all the things Abraham did were cool, but, you know, they weren't quote-unquote needed to be righteous before God. So, like, what's the use of actions? Like, what's, why the heck are we here? Why am I in church? Like, what's, what's going on here? Um, and uh, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> and, and Paul actually addresses this question pretty head-on. Romans is really cool because Paul will, like, he'll think of questions before we're going to ask in response to some stuff he's going to say. And then he, like, he's like, this is the question. I thought about it. And here's the answer. And so I'm just going to give you the answer. Um, <laughs> and so... They're like, okay, so what's the use of these actions um, that we do, right? And they, these actions follow our belief. They come out of it. 
So, you know, God made us. He knows this really well. Um, and he knows that, like, how we behave is based off of what we believe. Um, and here's the example, right? Like, if I was like, yo, I'm going to give 40 bucks to anybody who can drop and give me 40 push-ups right here, right now. I'm not doing that, <laughs> by the way. But if I, if I said that and you dropped and you gave me 40 push-ups right here, right now, you know what I'm saying? Big muscle, big, you know what I'm saying? Hold it, yup, right there. And you gave me 40 push-ups. Um, you did those 40 push-ups because you believed that I would give you 40 bucks, right? Like your behavior like followed your belief. And so um, that's the way the Lord wants us to be living. He wants us to be doing these awesome things that he asks us of us. He wants them to do them out of belief um, that he is good, out of belief that he is worthy, um, and, and, and not, uh, not out of like fear or uh, whatever other reason we would do it. Um, in the same way, if you guys were like, I believe that hard work pays off. Like if you actually believe hard work pays off, like you'll be in the gym, you know what I'm saying, shooting your free throws. If you really believe that hard work pays off, you would be grinding like on your homework, doing things, right? If you actually believe some things, your behavior would follow. Because if somebody's like on the court, just like wasting everybody's time or on the track, you know what I'm saying, walking laps instead of running laps, you're gonna be like, this dude doesn't like believe that work pays off. Like, like she doesn't like, she's not, you know what I'm saying, she's not hitting those hurdles like she's supposed to be hitting those hurdles. Right? She doesn't actually believe that like, if you get the repetition in, if you do the, the things that you need to do, uh, that they will result in you getting better. And the core of that is belief. Right? It's like that belief is so critical. And so that's what the Lord bases our salvation off of. He's like, yo, like, do you believe <laughs> that, you're, um, that I am who I say I am? Um, and as a result, these things um, will happen. And so... Let's, let's, let's see how that plays in for Abraham here. So we're going to read verses 18 through 21. Um, and it reads, against all hope, um, yeah, against all hope, Abraham in hope believed, so he became the father of many nations, just as it had been said to him, uh, so, so shall be your offspring. Without weakening his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about 100 years old, and Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet, he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but he was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had the power to do what he promised. Um, can I get an amen for that? That's a, can I get an amen for that? So I'm going to read that one more time, because um, this verse really hits me, uh, that you know, he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but he was strengthened in his faith, um, giving glory to God. Um, and this is the part that's really, that really hits, right? It's like being fully persuaded uh, that God had the power to do what he promised. Um, Abraham, this tower of faith that we know, throughout all the things that he did, um, through all the, the man, this, <laughs> the Bible sometimes phrases things in a way that like, it's like, bro, like, it was like, in fact, his body was as good as dead. <laughs> I was like, yo, man, like, we get it. He's old. Like, <laughs> um, but it's like, it said it really clearly. Like, dude is a hundred years old and he's like, God is like, I'm gonna make you a nation. 
He's like, dude, I'm 100 years old. My wife can't have kids, and I'm gonna be a nation. And God is like, look to the stars. Like, you see all those stars? You can't count them, right? That's gonna be your descendants. And he's like, fam, my wife can't have kids. I'm 100 years old. Like, <laughs> like right? That's, that's the reaction that we would have, right? And, and God was like, dude, your na- like, like, if you can count like the sand on the seashores, like, that's gonna be how many descendants you have, right? And you can't see that, right? Because the thing blocking you, the thing in front of you, is literally like you're 100 years old and your wife can't have kids. Like God is like, I'm gonna make a nation out of you. Like, hello, like, right? Like, and, so, and so this is where like faith takes over, right? It's like when you cannot see past the roadblock in front of you, right? When like the grades suck, like when things are hard, like when like you didn't get into that thing that you've been working hard for, like all of these things, like I'm struggling to wake up in the morning. Like when all of these things are in front of you, like the things that you see, um, then you need faith to see further. Like you need faith to see over the wall, right? And so that's why God is like, dude, like your faith is more important than what you can see because what you can see is like super limited. That's like, this is, this is what you can see and faith is everything in front of me. And I can't see that far, but I need faith to trust that God will be operating on the other side of like that wall. Um, and so that is why the Lord is like, it is your faith that brings your salvation. Like, it is not your works. Your works aren't good enough. Like, it's like, fam, like, your works, like, try hard, but, like, <laughs> they're not going to be good enough. And so, like, God is like, I have done the work. I have, my son has died. <laughs> like, uh, and uh, you need to believe that in order to be right before me. And so, uh, verse 23 um, through 25 really closes out and really, they really summarize, um, you know, the whole point of this here. Um, that we're trying to get across. Um, And so it reads uh, in 23, the words it was credited to him were written uh, not for him alone, but also for us, for whom God will credit righteousness for us who believe, him who raised Christ our Lord from the dead. Um, I'm gonna read that one more time. The words it was credited were not written for him alone, but also for us, to whom God will credit righteousness, for us who believe in him who raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Um, He was delivered over to death for our sins and raised to life for our justification. Um, And this is like the gospel. Like this is like, this is, this is like gospel like 101, (laughs) right? Our salvation in the Lord our righteousness before God, the fact that we are justified, right? Meaning we are cleared of the guilty things that we have done um, are a result of all Jesus (laughs) and none of us, (laughs) right? He took the punishment, he paid the price. um, And God is saying like, would you have faith um, to believe that? Like, would you have faith to trust that he did what he said he did and your price has been paid like completely and in full? and, and that's like the full circle. He's like, yo, what Abraham did was he believed <laughs> and it was credited to him as righteousness. And what God is asking for us today um, is to believe uh, that his son died for our sins um, and was raised to life for our justification. Um, and, and that's the good news, y'all. Like that's like, that is, that is, that is where we start. <laughs> that is the foundation of which we like hop from. Um, and any other foundation ain't it. <laughs> just ain't, period. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so uh, I think a question comes up um, 
as a result of this, right? Um, and I've, I've, I always like, I always kind of like, this question always comes to mind, and I always like run to it sometimes when, when I think about faith. Um, if like faith is all we need, and God's like, in faith alone is like where your salvation lies, I'm just like, do I have enough faith? <laughs> right? Like, do I have enough faith? Um, and that's a very common thing to ask, right? It's a very common thing to question the amount of faith that you have. Um, and, you know, <laughs> it's like, okay, do I, am I doing enough faith-related things? Am I believing hard enough? Like, if you, if you think about it, it kind of, that mindset, like, takes you back to, like, everything we just talked about. Like, you trying to, like, earn your salvation. Like, it's like, it's important for us to, like, critically be like, do I actually believe? Um, but the whole concept of being like, is my faith like, 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 is my faith like strong enough? Like, am I, can I, can I faith like bench press like two, 200? Like, <laughs> is that how strong my faith is? Um, it, it's kind of like the wrong mindset here because we kind of miss the point that like Christ is the one who saves us um, and our feel, uh, not our feelings or our actions, right? He's, he's strong enough uh, to save us no matter how weak our faith is, as long as we do have faith, as long as we do have that trust. Um, and so uh, Jesus offers his salvation to us like as a gift um, because he loves us. It's like we didn't earn it. We couldn't have earned it. Um, and so he offered to us as a gift um, by dying for us. Um, and so you're like, all right, so what's the role of faith then? Well, <laughs> it's, the role of faith is simply so that you will believe and you will trust Jesus and that you would reach out um, and accept his offer, his gift um, for salvation. Uh, amen? Yeah. Amen. Um, I'm going to say a quick prayer, and then I'll open the floor for some questions. Um, Lord, uh, we thank you um, that you are good. Uh, we thank you that you love us. We thank you that you care for us deeply. Um, we thank you that, um, that you paid the price that we could not pay um, that you are the one who has bought our salvation. Um, it's not something that we can earn, um, but you have bought it. You paid the price. It's ours. Um, but we need only believe um, to receive it. So I pray, Lord, for every heart that is here. Um, I pray, Lord, for every heart that has not fully, um, really taken time to believe truly uh, that you are, you are God. Um, I pray right now that, Lord, that you would open your hearts to that message, that you would open their hearts um, to the reality of your gift and your love for them, um, and that they would like receive that, that they would believe. Um, and I pray, Lord, that out of their belief, it would spark, uh, your Holy Spirit would enter them and that it would spark um, behavior uh, that, that shows who they are in you. Um, and so, Lord, I pray that daily that you would remind each and every one of us that we are saved by how we believe and not how we behave. Um, and I ask that that would be, um, that would be impressed on our hearts. Um, and so I pray these things in your son's name. Amen. Amen. Uh, I'll take the floor for questions. If anybody has any questions, preguntas, preguntas. Okie dokie. Cool. All right, y'all. Um, thanks for listening. Um, I actually don't know what's next. So offering all right we're gonna do offering uh can somebody get the bowl can we get the praise and worship team up here uh we're gonna do that